We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 207 On this episode, we've got some news And then we'll be taking a look back at the fall uh, 2013 TV season And then uh, discussing uh, some recent episodes of Arrow and... Uh, the new TNT series Mob City. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 207. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Anthony Ocasio from screenrant.com. And Trevor Kimball with tvseriesfinale.com. All right, thank you uh, both for joining me on the podcast this week. Sorry, I had myself on mute. I was I just ignoring you. I was like, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> I was texting. No, it's great. Are we ready? We're going to talk some TV, some cancellations. going to talk, uh, gonna talk a, a, a bunch of stuff here. Uh, we'll start out with the news. First up, uh, ABC has uh, cut the episode order for Scandal from uh, 22 to 18 episodes for season three. Normally, this is not a, a good sign, but for this show, it's not necessarily, since the star is pregnant, they decided to, apparently, instead of writing that into the, that would be an ultimately ridiculous thing, to, I guess, they could add into the show if they wanted to, but uh, uh, either of you watch Scandal? I don't. I don't. But I've heard, you know, it's a lot of people are really like it, especially this season. It's really kind of taken off. It's it's actually one of the few ABC shows that are up this season. Yeah, it's uh, it's completely ridiculous, kind of. I mean, in a completely different way than like something like Sleepy Hollow. But it's 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 fun to watch because, well, I'd say until this season, for the most part, it's been uh you're not quite sure what's going to happen, but they've gotten like so much stuff out there that now they're, you kind of, you start to predict some of the stuff that's happening. It's not quite as unpredictable as it was, but, uh, still just completely crazy and not the same exactly as, you know, the type of, uh, you know, craziness from like a Grey's Anatomy or something like that where right. the, the craziness is within the like a medical case or something like that, but it's sort of real. This is just so out there <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with, you know, with the stuff they've got going on. Uh, and from where the show started, it's, it's pretty funny. So do you think that they were like, okay, so we found out you're pregnant. We got some crazy stuff coming at this. <laughs> we might like, maybe we should just trim it back. Like, it'll be good for you. Cause you'll be able to keep your figure. And then, but we, there's a lot of like, Dead baby stuff we're dealing with towards the end. We just want to move that, want to move that to next season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they've got some uh, – yeah, they, who knows what they've got coming up because they uh, – much like a, a Vampire Diaries, they burn through like story elements on Scandal like you wouldn't believe. Right, right. You know, for that reason, I I suspect they're probably kind of happy that they trim the episode order. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, there's only so much you can do in a season if you're if you're burning through story ideas so quickly. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, can we do this with Once Upon a Time too?" Like, we need it, but then they're you know they're crying when they they're like, "Oh my god, I guess we got to cancel Scandal," and then everyone's looking and they're like, "Angels of Shield, what do you got for us?" And they're just like, "We're trying, we're trying." <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Uh, next thing on the list is uh, AMC has canceled uh, Low Winter Sun after one season, which is uh, not a surprise since. No. <laughs> since yeah. Well, hey, what's what's? Let's all say our favorite episode of Low Winter Sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Episode twenty three, the one that they never shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was it was terrible. I thought it was really bad. And I mean, the fact that AMC gave it such a strong lead in with the final season, the final episodes of Breaking Bad, and it still did terribly. I mean, yeah, the, it was the final, awful. Yeah, the final episodes of Breaking Bad were almost everybody was all of a sudden watching the show. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. It was awful. Uh. I never even watched the pilot. Like by the time I was getting around to like watching it, to I had already heard so much bad stuff. And then when it debuted, it did nothing. And I was just like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna bother with this one. Well, and 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 you would think. I mean, AMC tried their best to give it an audience. I mean, they even put, you know. Breaking Bad and then Low Winter Sun and then Talking Bad after yeah. Low Winter Sun. So they're like forcing us to sit through it and people still didn't watch. Yeah. It was awful. Oh my God. I'm embarrassed to say this. I got Low Winter Sun confused with that other show that AMC's going to cancel uh, after the next year. What is it? The, the Railroad one with the Albino? <laughs> right? I wheels? didn't even know this show existed. And I, it's gone now. Like it was just like poof. So I didn't even. It's not real to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hell on Wheels is like the completely weird show where they they sent it off to Saturday and it did its best ratings ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that just goes to prove. I mean, people will watch stuff on Saturdays. It just has to be good. Yeah, I think uh, that. And Hell on Wheels, I definitely think it also it fits better with the. AMC shows a lot of westerns and stuff like that on Saturdays. So yeah. it kind of just flowed naturally with the audience that they already had. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, next up, uh, Fox has cut the uh, episode order of, of Dads uh, from 22 to 19. Uh, it, shocking. Yeah, which, uh, shocking uh, that it even got the 22 order yes. in the first that place. Was, that mean. was the biggest that was the biggest shock that it got a full season order to begin with this feels like like the power move from fox where they're just like hey seth mcfarland and he was like money 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 and they were just like money 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 and they were just like throwing money back at each other laughing and then dads came out and sucked and they were just like whoa wait and then seth mcfarland's like money 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 and they're just like well we want man we want our three hundred thousand dollars an episode back like or three million an episode we're taking nine million back and he's just like money 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 it's like a power move like fox is growing up and they're just like you know what simpsons get your stuff together dad what, i don't even know what you're doing here what are you killing brian off we can't deal with you cartoon kids anymore they're growing up <laughs> and killing gene finally for bc's career with it yeah it's just uh i i don't know i i actually like i watched the first couple episodes and just was like no but yeah you know, the, the thing was you know F fox they were like oh but you know it gets it gets better you got to let it you know develop and uh and stuff and and so mm. but is continue, that what they said to you well that's what they <laughs> no well that was their thing that was out there that that's what they said yeah. at the summer uh tcas was like you know yeah, we agree. The first episode sucks, but you know you got to let these things that you know 
uh, develop and but it's continued to be like trashed and so it was almost like Fox was like well we'll show you critics we're going to pick it up for a full season anyways yeah even though the even though the audience you know has never gone anywhere and uh you know it doesn't even uh it you know if it'd be completely different if it had like the two broke the what two broke girls had for an audience in its first season you know that was right but right but it has like no audience but i tuned in uh back in for the the christmas episode just to oh. you know just to see and <laughs> it's still just as terrible i mean uh, i had heard that they had like gotten you know gone away some from like the racial humor and stuff like that which i was yeah. like well then what are they doing because that's all they tried to do in the first couple episodes and uh oh man they had so much it was all that same stuff it included a storyline where one of the one of the guy characters was waiting for their female co-worker to get just drunk enough that he could hit on her and and get somewhere with her. And I was like, seriously? This is, and it was supposed to be funny. You know? It's like, very funny, though. You're just like, this is this is what you're playing up for, for comedy? Is, and I was like, wow. This, it was... Uh, I, I think they really... There, I think there really is something to... Because it's very similar humor to what they do on, you know, like Family Guy and stuff. Yes. But... It really, you know, when it's coming from real people, live action, as opposed to animated characters, it really comes off poorly. I mean, even more so. Than- yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think it's a difference, too, when, you know, in an animated show, you can do all these quick jump cuts to make, you know, other irreverent and irrelevant comments. But you're not doing that in a sitcom. I mean, people make a, an irreverent joke and then they have to stand there. <laughs> and try and move the the storyline along it just it doesn't work i it's too bad because you know what the people all the actors in the show some are really good like martin mull i mean i think he's amazing and they're just wasting him just i mean on a crappy show it's it's the writer's fault i mean yeah. completely but you can see the performers even they're sort of like phoning it in you can see them like almost pause like okay here comes the next really bad joke. Are you right. ready for it? Right. And then they deliver it, you know, and then they wait for like the crowd reaction. And then you're just like, oh, it was, yeah, it was terrible. There, there had been uh, no development. And we're, you know, you're talking like 10 episodes in or something like that now. And, oh. So do you think that when they got the full season pickup, with the exception of the money part, they were like, oh, crap. No, you're kidding. We have to do more of this stuff. <laughs> I don't know what the what the the people on the show, you know, it, it just I don't know. It's just I don't know. I it's think baffling. The, the whole thing is baffling to me. Don't you think Seth Green was like, "Yeah, we're gonna rock it out of the park," and then Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi is just like, "What did I get myself into? Like, I'm a really I, good actor, guys. Like, no, like really, yeah, I really yeah. am." <laughs> I think I think Seth Green did it because. You know, Seth MacFarlane was thinking, you know what? We're going to kill off a character on Family Guy this year. And Seth Green's like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. I don't want it to be me. Please don't let it be me. So he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do your dad sitcom. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the whole the whole thing is uh, is pretty baffling, especially since the what they're 
some of whatever Fox is doing with their scheduling of things is kind of baffling. Uh, the, their press release for what's coming in the winter was Ugh, which I, one you need. Yeah, and then they and then they sent out a new one. It was like, oh, we were just kidding about some of those. Now we're going to put these things over here and move this one over there. And you're just like, I I don't know how. Like somebody who doesn't you know, pay attention as much as like, say we do could even figure out when a new show is going to be on and what night it's going to air and how it's going to continue. And, oh, man, it was just uh, the, the January schedule is you need like this, a weird like map with like arrows going everywhere. It's and stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. And. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember this. I seem to recall that they do this every year. They like always like reconfigure. They issue their press release. And like somebody like CBS, I mean, they're going to stick to it. They're going to, you know, and ABC, they're going to stick to their press release no matter what. But Fox, I, I don't know. I just remember that they're always doing this stuff. It well, drives yeah. you nuts. They just did it, you know, back in the fall for Almost Human where – they they spent months and months saying it's coming at the beginning of November, and then like a yes. couple of weeks before that, they were like, ah, it's not really. <laughs> we're going to push it back a couple of weeks. And you're yeah. like, wait. <laughs> so are are you telling me that the advertising you've been doing is not working? <laughs> you need to, oh my god! You need to try mm. something else. Uh, but yeah, they've they've got uh you know they're trying to do the things where they're having shows premiere after football uh you know and yeah. and then doing like two night or or instead of doing the two night premiere for like the following or whatever now they're doing it after football but then it doesn't come back for another week because they're going to do sleepy hollow 2 hour season finale right and then come back with almost human and then have something you know something new start uh, you know, then have uh, almost you know, then have the following for two on one night, and then have almost human come back. You yep. know, you're just like, yep. Almost human started so late that now by the time it it does come back, it it'll have this weird gap in it, and and well, don't even get me started on almost human since, uh, I mean, while I like the show, I, that they're playing the episodes out of order, and it's uh Fun. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, well, they're legendary for doing that, too, aren't they? Yeah. Firefly. Yeah, they, I uh, thought that trickery of the <laughs> the changed around episode. I was like, this is too – this is far too clean of like an approach of a new series. Well, <laughs> we talked about you know the pilot episode on the podcast and then uh, the next week we talked about the second episode which aired on you know the Monday night, which you know we record on Mondays. So it came the, the next week and – the guest that week, we talked about how it felt like they had really come together in episode two, but it felt like the, it was really – you didn't know how much time had passed. Like between the pilot episode and that second episode, it felt like a really long period of time because the characters were like working better with each other and it's come to a much better understanding uh, between the human and the robot. And then right. and then like – the and even one of my guests said uh, – I think it was Joe Dilworth. He said, "He said, I hope they're not like playing the episodes out of order or anything." And then I went out and looked afterwards, and sure enough, second episode was the fifth episode produced. So <laughs> that's why there. That's why it felt that way. <laughs> so, so somewhere around you know, towards the end of the first season run, they're going to start playing the 
the the second, third, and fourth episode, and you're going to be like, wait a minute, it's, what? Apparently, what, what it's going to go one, five, six, seven, eight, three. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and sure. Then after that, I I don't know where where I don't know where two and four are going to show up, but. Uh, yeah, it's, that's just, uh, super strange to me. Maybe Fox was just like, let's just eat it. Let's eat it. Like they saw Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're just like, we don't even want to go down that road. Let's just dump it. You know, in, in some ways it's not, it's not a dumb idea to air them out of order. Cause if the, the second, third and fourth episodes are kind of weaker, I mean, you've got limited chances to capture an audience and you know, how many shows have tanked in their second week. So but then you sort of like completely... Oh, yeah. with fans like a little bit later on where all of a sudden because i keep going they sort of set up something in the pilot and then it's never mentioned again you know so far God. You, you know uh. like like at the end of the episode they're looking for something in the evidence lockup that somebody you know that the the bad guys had tried to break into steel but then here we are five episodes in and nobody's ever mentioned it again and mm. I assume that it gets mentioned in episodes two and three. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah. That's sad. Oh. Was, but they tricked us, right? Because I didn't even realize that they skipped over that until last week when I was like, they really need like a serialized story or some type of like through line. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I think they did something in the – who is that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. that was uh... – You know, I think that's the J.J. Abrams produced part. Right, like that was like okay, we got that part out of the way. All right, uh, next up on the list, uh, NBC has renewed the Blacklist uh, for a second season, which uh, I liked it. The Blacklist, uh, it's and it's doing pretty well for for NBC. I'm. It's, uh, it's like the only new show that's doing well. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a there's a handful of shows that are in, of new shows that are doing well, like. For their network, like compared yeah. to other things, you know, type of things, you know, like the originals is doing well for the CW, com you know, comparatively speaking to what their their shows get, you know, Sleepy yeah. Hollow is doing pretty well for Fox, you know, comparatively. To, but yeah, the Blacklist is the one show that you could call a, a legitimate, you know, <laughs> hit that's getting, you know, nowadays, if you're getting 10 plus million viewers, <laughs> that's a, that's pretty solid. Yeah, and it feels like Sleepy Hollow gets talked about more, but they are way down in the ratings. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Don't really. Uh, it's it is. It's one of those one of those things that uh, you know. It it's definitely relative to the the network that they're on. I mean, Agents of Shield is still kind of a hit, you know, for ABC. Well, the ABC in, will in be like, yo, like we sold more Pop Tarts than any other show at APM on ABC in 2013. They will grind those numbers down to their origins, just be like, we're great because we got to be. And Marvel's just like, you better be. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting, you know, because you talk about Sleepy Hollow. It's it's one of those shows that started out well, but it keeps sinking and sinking and sinking. I mean, the last. The last original episode they had on, it it pulled in like a two point three in the demo and like six and a half million. So it's like one of those things. Get it off the air now while people are still watching it. It's like yeah, don't keep it on too long because people will keep stop you know stop watching it. Yeah, that, that's the the other thing with this where it's the uh, it's not going to be until like the second or 
third week or whenever it is that they're airing the two-hour finale in January. And so there's going to be the, this gap towards the end. Yeah. But they've had – you go, of course, there's going to be a possible couple weeks off for baseball and stuff like that in for, for, for the playoffs. Uh, but from when they started stuff and it was only going to be a 13 episode season, I don't I don't understand why they couldn't have figured out a way to schedule it to be just a fall. Just yes. play it straight out in the fall. Yes. I mean, they've already I mean, they've already done stuff with like it's why the following doesn't start. It's why 24 didn't start until January in the in the last, you know, after a couple seasons, because this gap in things really messes things up. And when you're talking about a gap for just like the last handful of episodes, but then they do strange things like this last week, there was a new almost human and a repeat sleepy hollow. And you're like, but why? Right. (laughs) Right. It was so confusing. And they did that once. And they did that earlier too. There's already been two weeks, you know, that could have had new episodes uh, that they could have played. And, you know, why, why can't they, why, why they didn't do something and make it just a fall show. I don't, I don't get with that one. Uh, yeah, because it just jam jam through them. Just yeah, it could have had just know. like a, a nice tight season all at once, and uh, you know, and then bring it back the next fall. You know, just like you know, just like an FX show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and just like what they're doing with the following, it's like okay, so put Sleepy Hollow in the in the fall and put the following in. I mean, that's what they were supposed to do. Yeah, it it just uh, it just mm. uh, it's another confusing one. But anyways, uh, glad to see. Uh, uh, I'll be you know looking forward to seeing more blacklist. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see how uh, the blacklist does uh, in January because they're going to play episodes in January instead of doing what they did with Revolution, which was right. bring it not bring it back until uh, the next part of the voice. And so it'll be interesting. They're going to play some specials and stuff like that before, but it'll be interesting to see how it does without a voice lead-in. But I think it, sh- I think it should do all right. Uh, I don't know. It, it seems to have an audience that'll come back and watch. I think I think so too. You know, um, I posted a question on on my Facebook page about you know, well, do you think it's going to tank without the voice and got so many comments from people saying, I never watched the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, what? it's, it's totally separate audience. I don't even understand why you're asking. I'm like, well, uh, if you look at the ratings, you know, like revolution last year and how it's doing this year, um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to do well. I think it's, I think it's a good sign that the ratings took a big bump, um, for the last episode in December last week. So I think it'll do well. And NBC will keep it anyway because they need it. What else do they have? I'm surprised they didn't renew it for seasons two, three, four, and five. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. Yeah. Well, and they renewed it for 22 episodes. So, I mean, they're doing the same thing that they did with Revolution. They're doing the same thing that they did with, what was it, Smash before that? It's like, we got a hit. Let's let's order all the episodes we can. Like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, well, Smash is definitely the one where you go, you, you got to watch more than the pilot before you order more episodes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is, you know, this has continued to be good and, you know, continue to hold up in the ratings. And, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll definitely be interesting to see because, and then, and then, you know, they can promote it 
not that it works promoting through the Olympics, <laughs> but they can promote it through the Olympics <laughs> and then it can come back again with the voice to, you know, to finish out the season. Uh, yeah. And so it should end with a very, very solid overall season. It'll be interesting to see if they believe that it's enough of a hit that they can move it to anchor a different night, uh, mm. you know, next next year. Maybe. Ugh. That's hard. <laughs> but you know what? Revolution was tanking. I mean, I think of what they did with Revolution this year. Revolution was tanking last season at the end. I mean, so I don't, yeah. I, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a tall order. <laughs> yeah. But Revolution really isn't a good gauge for that. Yeah, all right. Uh, next up, uh, Showtime uh, announced today that uh, the upcoming seventh season of Californication will be its last. Uh, I think the fourth Maybe the fifth season, somewhere in there, is the last one I watched. <laughs> yeah, right. This, if this feels right, doesn't it feel like Showtime's just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess we got to move on, guys. Yeah, and like <laughs> this is like their last, like, hold on, because this show every year I'm just like, they're they're going, they're going to cancel it. They should cancel it. Why aren't they canceling it? And they're just like, here's all, here's all the episodes of the entire season. We don't even care. You can pirate if you want. Do whatever you want. If it leaks, whatever. <laughs> Nobody's watching it. <laughs> Their audience is so small on this show. Um, it's it's amazing. But, I mean, Showtime's audience, you know, what do they come up Come up with something like a couple of weeks ago? Oh, two million people watched an episode of this, and it's like, you know, it's a record for us. I'm like, really? Two million? That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, but you go, you know, as, as long as they have their – you know, however many million subscribers, it, doesn't, yes. it almost doesn't matter that much. No, no. It's, percep- it's perception. I think that's really what it is. It's perception. You know, as as long as they, you know, they and they got to keep some things going. Uh, but this is another one where, like, the, the news story was, you know, Showtime's longest running series coming to an end. And you're like, well, it's its longest running series now because Dexter just came to an end. You know, right, you're right. Just, you beat that one into the grave. It's like this is the next one that. Uh, so yeah, it it'll be. Uh, I think I think season four is the last one. I think I might have started watching season five and just was sort of done with. The, yeah, done with uh, the show. It was one of those. It was like, oh, it's 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 on demand. You know, I can catch up whenever. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, wait, there's a season six. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Eh, never eh. mind. All right. I feel bad for Showtime though because it's hard to get someone to watch Showtime and they have great shows, but how are you going to make that connection to be like you totally have to pay $10 a month, trust me, for 12 months at least. Just trust me on this. Yeah. Cuz Sh- Shameless is great and Nurse Jackie, like they have a lot of great shows, just not that many people. Right. Did you? Hey, did any of you two? Did you two watch Time of Death? No. The Showtime. No. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, I'm so, I'm too scared. I'm not watching this. <laughs> this is just gonna. This show is just should be called Make Me Sad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, yeah, that's not what I go to my TV entertainment for. Is is like no. Hey, uh, pass. Let's see. Let's be flipping through the dial. What could what could I could completely bum me out? Because <laughs> like, yeah, my, my day, 
Yeah, because my day was going just too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's time for time of death. I wonder what's going to happen this this episode. <laughs> just sadness. It's all oh, good. man. All right, and then uh, TV Land has renewed uh, The Soul Man for a third season, which I was not surprised that they renewed it or whatever, but uh, I was surprised that it was the third season. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they got one by you. <laughs> uh, I think I, I like saw, oh, Soul Man's renewed, and I like started typing it in, and I was like, oh, that's. I started typing second season, and I was like, oh, it's the third season. Oh, okay. It's because they put the second season on at 11 o'clock at night. So they moved it out of prime time. And I'm like, wow, what's, what's wrong with the show in season two if you have to put it in out of prime time on TV land, for crying out loud? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they show their new stuff at, you know, between 10 and 11 uh, for the yeah. most part. Uh, I, I think it's, you know, it's interesting what TV land is – you know what they do with their series of bringing on you know TV land plays old sitcoms right. and then bringing on people that you remember from these old sitcoms to create new <laughs> sitcoms it's yeah. actually a pretty good idea they don't always uh turn out all that well uh but no. uh, but you know they do fit right in with the the rest of what they're showing a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. And and I thought it was interesting because the TV Land press release about it said something to the effect that um, it really kind of helps pull in the African-American viewers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that's that's kind of an interesting way to go. But the first season, I was looking it up, the first season had 12 episodes. The second ep- second season had 10 episodes. The third season's going to have eight episodes. <laughs> Listen, we're going to full on eight episode season on TV Land, <laughs> and we're gonna and we're not going to break it up. We're going to play them all straight through. Yeah, we might even we might even open with two in a row. Right, twenty five twenty five percent of our season. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure fans of the show are anxiously anxiously awaiting that uh, six episode fourth season. Uh, uh, last, uh, last bit of news, uh, Warner brothers announced, uh, that the Veronica Mars movie, uh, will hit theaters on March 14th, uh, 2014, uh, which, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Anthony? It does make everything feel a little bit dirty though. <laughs> After the little Kickstarter thing, Warner Bros. is like, thank you for giving us all this money. Yes. Your film will come out. In March, you can give us more money then. Thank you <laughs> and goodbye. And then Zach Braff is just like, mm, I don't got Warner Brothers money. And they're just like, shut up, Zach Braff. We hate you. You're stupid. You made $2 million an episode on Scrubs. Yeah. Kickstart your own thing. <laughs> yeah. And Warner Brothers, yeah, Warner Brothers is like, get off our, our tail. Like, but you own Batman. I mean, shut up. You got beautiful blue eyes. But yeah, I don't, like I was never a big fan of Veronica Mars. I was actually behind the Kickstarter thing, even though the shadiness hasn't didn't like catch up to everyone until Zach Braff. But like, it is kind of weird when you think about it. Like, we just bought them a movie that they can pay, like they can sell to us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I w- I did the Kickstarter thing too. But on the other but side, kinda, it wasn't it wasn't ever going to ha- happen. Right. <laughs> it's like it's, right. It wasn't ever going to happen. And so if you were a fan of it and you wanted to see it, 
This was the only way you were going to get it. Right, right. And you know what? I mean, for me, the gift, you know, I mean, I think I, I think I did the $40. I forget what it was, but I got the T-shirt. I'll get a PDF of the script. So it's like, well, yeah, I got to pay to see the movie. But, I mean, I feel like just what you're saying, that, uh, you know, at least we get it. At least it's made. And, and it looks good. I mean, it looks like the production values are pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to go drop another eight bucks or whatever at the theater to see it. <laughs> right. And even though, because, get... you know, because I want to see it before my DVD copy shows up. I mean, I, I, right. I did whatever the Kickstarter is, but those aren't going to show up until like May or something. So, you know, so it's like, uh, I'll, I'll go see it. It's going to have Kickstarter on your ticket. I mean, the, the best, uh, <laughs> the best, the, the only, the, the best thing would be is if it actually like, drew some sort of weird audience that yeah. you know they like they they decided well maybe we could drop a little more money to do another one you know without having to uh milk the fans for right for it. right right <laughs> and like what? a little like like that a small budget movie it, it's just one of those things like you mentioned they they have batman and stuff like that they're Warner Brothers is not into making movies with, you know, less than $10 million budgets, really, even if they do make money, because yeah. they're, they're making these, these big money, you know, these big budget movies and, and stuff. And, uh, but you know, there's gotta be some arm of Warner Brothers that would be interested in making smaller movies. All I know is that they took a bunch of money and then they filmed a bunch of stuff and then they're going to trim it to a runtime that's theatrical link. I'm thinking now I'm getting all money savvy here. I'm thinking maybe we should have pushed for Veronica Mars miniseries here because they're going to have like they're just like, hey, yeah, yeah, we trimmed it down. It was like three hours long. But now here's 90 minutes. And you're just like, what? But I paid for that three hours. You better well, give me an extended cut of everything you filmed. From well, that's that's the thing finish. is there will is you'll get your DVD from the Kickstarter and all that stuff. But then there'll be a special edition Veronica Mars extended director's cut. Uh, that, 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 that you, you have to buy. That you have to buy on top of that <laughs> later on. That'll be, it's, it's like coming. Mickey Mouse slid over a note to Bug Bunny. <laughs> just like, yo, check out what we're doing over here. Yeah. Oh, you guys got a vault? I mean, <laughs> all you all you got to do is look at what every, you know, pretty much every movie or everything that ever happens is they put out the regular edition. They put, Then later on, they put out the special edition. And then they put out the extended cut. And then 10 years later, they put out the, you know, 10 years special edition, you know, and, but it, they all have something on it that you can't get on the previous one. And so, right. And so the, the huge fans of these things go out and buy it all over again. <laughs> because you can't illegally download it, right? Because <laughs> no people have not and got that far. Like the whole system of illegally downloading has not progressed into bonus features yet. Like that's our next, that's the next thing out there. Once we get that, you know, the world, Wild Wild West, is, it's gone crazy and expanded. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the news. And uh, we'll jump into uh, the five questions. Do a five questions segment, uh, looking back at the uh, fall TV season. I'll ask each of you the questions. And uh, first up, uh, we'll start with uh, you, Anthony. Mm-hmm. What fall show are you surprised hasn't been canceled? I think we may have talked about it already on the podcast. 
Yeah, not age. I'm not surprised. I mean, Age of Shield can't be canceled. Like, it just can't. Like, it just can't be canceled. The Millers, right? Kind Millers, Rain, Dads, Sean Says the World. There, there's a couple. There's a. I mean, this hasn't been that strong of a season, right? And I okay, the Millers needs to be canceled just because CBS can just suck the like they can make a hit out of anything like you give them a couple bananas they're like well we got a show about bananas it's gonna be awesome it's gonna hit 12 million people all you gotta do every is put week. it on after big bang theory right, right. no matter <laughs> what and it's like okay 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 you guys are using up two bananas take it but they're just like boom we're, just, we're taking will or not yo we got margo martindale and we just got Bo bridges we are just pulling through everyone and then we're throwing we're just throwing them away yeah. So I just I want it to be canceled. Greg Garcia, I want it to be canceled so that it can release everyone into the world, like Poltergeist, you know, like Carol Ann. All the spirits are at rest now. How about you, Trevor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to take the easy choice. I'm I'm surprised that Dad's wasn't canceled. Um, I think I think Fox has just kept it on the air because they need something to fill the space. The rest of their shows in the waiting stink. And they know it, and it's getting tougher and tougher to launch new shows. So they're just like, well, somebody's watching Dads, and we need to run something in that spot. So that's what they did. Yeah. Oh, you but, they just, didn't necess- but they didn't necessarily have to go past the 13 episodes. They could have just... <laughs> well, I think that tells you how bad their, their 2014 well, shows they, are. They already, you know, pulled, you know, can- have basically canceled uh, Us and Them. Uh, yes. And... Uh, and which which actually has a decent pilots and is based on a hit British comedy and uh, surprised that they're not even giving it a shot. I I suppose you you gotta you, the way I look at these things you go <laughs> if they've continued to buy episodes of Dads, but they saw the first handful of Us and Them and they decided to cancel that. How bad must those be? <laughs> like <you know? laughs> right right. Well, the thing the thing that I heard about Us and Them was that. It didn't. They felt like it didn't fit with their other Tuesday night comedies, so it was kind of a a little more of a fuzzy feel good kind of comedy yeah. versus you know all their Tuesday night shows, which are all, I mean, they're kind of harsh and well, they're like dads for crying out loud. It's that Jason Ritter smile, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yet, those comedies aren't really. You know, I mean, New Girls doing okay. You know, it's like, yeah, but it's not yeah. like everything else is like, you know, hitting it out of the park, and uh, so it, it it's just kind of strange. Uh, but but yeah, they uh, for me for me it's dads. I was surprised that that didn't hasn't been canceled. I'm also surprised that Super Fun Night hasn't been canceled. <laughs> that show is yeah. terrible, but it's sort of you know being propped up. A little bit, even though uh, by uh, you know Modern Family, I I for the life of me, I don't understand why Trophy Wife is not after Modern Family. That would make for a really good complimentary hour of comedy on the network. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but no, <laughs> get ready for Mixology once Super Fun Night goes away. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm excited for that show. I'm so excited for that show to fail. <laughs> it'll just be it's going to be the next one that that fails after modern family uh because they keep trying to stick stuff after modern family that has the nothing like it right there's, right there's totally incompatible they're, they're like but people will stick around and you're like 
No, people aren't going to stick around. It's a, uh, you know, if if you have an audience like Big Bang Theory that you're getting almost twenty million, and you can get fourteen of them to stick around, you know, it's like. But when you're starting out in the ten, twelve million, you know, it's it's going to drop off, uh, pretty significantly for something that's not compatible. Yeah, the Millers is that interesting one. Not a very good show, but it's it's stuck right there where. I wish that like NBC and CBS could just like switch that and Michael J. Fox show just for like a few weeks, just to show that like Michael J. Fox <laughs> show could be a hit too. If it was after big bang theory <laughs> on a like, network that people are watching yeah, on Thursday nights. <laughs> it was like, just, I, I think there's almost any of the NBC shows you could have stuck after big bang theory and they would be getting a similar audience. And Whatever show, like, and if you put the Millers at 930 on NBC, nobody would be watching it. Right. You know, right. Just, absolutely. <laughs> and CBS is like, well, don't hurt us just because yeah. NBC can't get their <laughs> stuff together. But I just just wish I could just, if there was just a way that you could just, like, see that for a couple of weeks, it would be, well, be what interesting. What do you think? How is those conversations going? Like literally it's a room full of people just going, I don't even know. I don't know how it's not doing good. Like and Michael J. Fox is like, I don't know either. And everyone's just like, I don't know. Like it's all good. Like and he's like, yeah, and you're Michael J. Fox. He's like, I'm Michael J. Fox. I don't get Nobody's watching my show. <laughs> and it's Thursday night it. on NBC. It's like family ties. But no, no. Very different days. Yeah, it's uh... – but it definitely would like to see that. Just uh, uh, just something you could you could almost put, you know, as of right now you could, <laughs> like you said, you could almost put a show about bananas. Just two guys talking bananas after after Big oh, Bang Theory, see, and it yeah. would it would yeah. do, or or you know it like uh you know just the uh, or or the the flag. A podcast of uh, Sheldon. You can just put, you just yeah. put that on yeah. afterwards, and uh... or just reruns of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. It's great. They're syndicating their own show. They just yeah. have one. <laughs> it's so I love CBS that way. It's like each network is like, oh, are we going to make money this year? And CBS is like, how much money are we going to make this year? Nope, not enough. Cancel every eleven million rated <laughs> show below off our network. You dirty people. <laughs> oh man, the power they wield. Yeah, it, it is. It is funny when every season they cancel a show that would, would like double the audience of like, <laughs> on, right, right, double the audience of a lot of other networks. Right, uh, right. But they can't get the young viewers. They still can't get the young viewers to watch. They yep. just get massive, <laughs> massive amounts of older people. Yeah, uh, sadly, I'm. I continue to move into the TV. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, uh, it's coming for you. Yeah. You hear it? The eyes just winking out your window. Yeah, where where you, where you feel like a, a dirty old man watching the CW. You're like, you, <laughs> you should be over watching the CBS shows. Yeah, you're like, this is so. Why is this so much about sex? I don't. This is not. Why, where's why the is this show so loud? <laughs> All right. Second question. Uh, is there a show that you wish hadn't been canceled? Uh, start with you, Trevor. There's been a handful of things that have been canceled. Um, the, you know, about the only show that I kind of wish hadn't been canceled, and I don't think it's that strong a show, is Back in the Game on ABC. Um, 
I didn't start watching it until after it was canceled. So I guess I'm partly to blame. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all your, your fault. fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, I like it. I mean, I think it's pretty good. I like James Caan in it. I think, you know, I think it's I think it's a decent show. Um, it's certainly better than Super Fun Night. <laughs> but it just, you know. So, yeah, that one. I'm kind of sorry it was canceled. How about you, Anthony? Um, well, I don't care. Any new show that gets canceled deserves to be canceled. <laughs> but I'm going to say Nikita because oh. I haven't been watching Nikita. So I don't know. It could be terrible. But I have I know people who watch Nikita and they like it. And I felt like the show deserved to be on the air even if it was struggling because I think it was an interesting story and it was competently told and – you know, I think it was one of the strongest shows on the CW. I mean, CW's like, okay, we're canceling Nikita, but have you seen our new show? We got Rain. It's great. <laughs> it is yeah. the best show we uh, have ever seen. Hey, the, every advertisement says new hit show Rain on, on the CW. It, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a hit, yeah. right? Because <laughs> it follows Vampire Diaries. Yeah, Nikita's... Uh, been a, a good show since its inception there's a there's been a handful of shows over the course of the cw where they don't get watched because they're on the cw or they can't find a, a larger audience uh but you you really look at something like nikita or something like uh you know why why would people like go out to watch something you know back in the day like alias or something like that but not want to watch a show like Nikita, uh, you know, why, why are there not, while Arrow's doing great for the CW, why is the audience not twice as much, you know, <laughs> you know that, yeah. that, you know, stuff yeah. like that because it's on the CW. I mean, I still come across people occasionally where you're like, Oh, that's on the CW. And they're like, what, where's that at? You're like, seriously, right. You, you, it is. like don't oh. know where the basic, like the, what the basic channels are in your channel lineup on your. And TV. then you don't even know what what you're gonna get, and what depending on what uh, day you turn in, it's like, oh, would you want to watch Heart of Dixie, Nikita, Rain, Supernatural, the originals, or <laughs> or like it's the or Arrow, like it is just like you turn in, like you have to know what you want to watch, and you have to get in and get out before like all the Heart of Dixie <laughs> stuff hits you, and then try to get someone else to be like, oh, I heard no, I heard CW is pretty good, they got some good. Sh- what what is is this? What is this a musical chairs game? Is that Jamie Kennedy? Oh my god, this he is crazy. I will never listen to him again. And they they superimposed a black girl in place of Drew Carey. What? Because that's Wayne Brady. I don't. <laughs> I like. What do we do with CW? We got to figure out what we should. Right now, we should come together, figure out a way to blow up the CW into everywhere else. How do we I do think that? They were, I think they were probably just as shocked as anybody that whose line is it anyway did well. I think they're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you people, people are watching this. Wait, check the numbers again. Check the yeah. numbers again. But yeah. it's almost in such a way that they're just like, well, let's just stick a ton of it out there. You know, <laughs> let's play yeah. two episodes a night. Let's. Uh, well, let's, then it's like, okay, now what do we do? Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of messing us up. Well, that show was famous. Right? They used to back in the days, just like we could bang out an entire season in four weekends. They they just went there four weekends, banged it out, and then CW were like, all right, let's try that again. And then they were like, it worked, guys. It worked. It doesn't even matter who's on it. It's worked. 
But God bless Aisha Tyler. She has like 17 jobs and she gets credit for none of them. Except Archer. But that's even like, you know, that's Carrie Diary numbers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Of course, CW. So what, yeah, which show did you wish uh, hadn't been canceled? Well, for me... Nothing. None of the stuff that's been canceled. Uh, the closest would have been back in the game because I like the cast, right? Uh, you know, but uh, you not know, lucky. Not but, lucky seven. You weren't <laughs> one of those. No, okay. lucky seven was the. I would say the show that I watched that was like, nope. I watched one episode and I was like, I don't even need to give it a second. You know, <laughs> I usually I, was- I usually try and give stuff. You know, if there's any little bit of interest in the first episode i give it a couple more episodes to see but that was the i watched the first one and went nope that's enough of that <laughs> and yeah. and and so did everybody else <laughs> that, uh, that, <laughs> they didn't it, even get that yeah, far yeah. <laughs> you were charitable with the one episode yeah all right uh what show uh did you think uh was going to suck you know what new show did you think was going to suck but turned out uh not to not to be as bad as you as it looked like it was going to be, Anthony. Oh man, this question! I get so confused. Okay, I, I thought of it two different ways. I thought Agents of the Shield was going to suck, and then it really sucked. Like it really <laughs> sucked. Okay, but I but really I thought Sleepy Hollow was going to suck really bad because I knew where they were going. I knew what they had when they got picked up and I knew what they had to do between June and like the September when they premiered. They had to create everything from the pilot. Like everything after the pilot was created then with like uh, the new – they brought in a new like showrunner and, or they brought in a showrunner and then they had a whole uh, writer's room. And I'm surprised about what they were able to do from the pilot and like pick it up and add all these different elements and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's my pick. <laughs> How about you, Trevor? Um, I actually thought that the Goldbergs was going to be awful, and I actually really like it. It's one of those shows, kind of like what The Neighbors was last year for me. I watched it once and then thought, yeah, okay, when the next episode, well, maybe I'll watch that again. And I just found myself looking forward to it, like, wow, how did this happen? And for me, that was – it's the Goldbergs this year. Um, I find it very funny. I find it entertaining. You know, it's not the best show in the world, but I think it's one of the best shows. I think it's one of the best shows that ABC has on right now. Um, so and how it, does, and it looks like they're going to stick with it. If you do, how does Jeff Garland hold up for after the pilot? Because I watched the pilot and I was like, Jeff Garland is really loud. <laughs> I think they screwed. I, th- I was like, I think they screwed up the audio when they were. You know, th- that was that was something that really concerned me, too, because. I I watched the pilot and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm going to be able to deal with him. But he has. I don't know if it's because they're giving him less words or they're turning (laughs) his mic down. But he's not as annoying. And and the story, I think the pilot kind of focused, had a lot of him in it. But the subsequent episodes, he's there. He's he's an active part of the story. But I think kind of more of the stuff is is revolving around the mom and the kids. Um. And it's doable. I mean, I, I really enjoy the show. I look forward to it. Yeah, the Goldbergs would probably fall in that. Because ju- just if you look back at, like, if you were going into it, just looking at the ads that, you know, and stuff, you were just like, I don't know. This looks uh, all the, the same, wearing the same outfits, and it looks loud. and you know Yeah, and, I thought and it stuff. looked awful. And, 
but uh, you know, it definitely, you know, it's 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 the Wonder Years in the eighties, yeah, right. basically what right. it is, and uh, and so yeah, it's, it's turned out to be uh, pretty good. But for me, just completely, you know, be, just you know, hearing the idea, you know, or seeing a little trailer or something like that. You know, back in May when they <laughs> announced their schedules, you're you're like Sleepy Hollow, um, Headless Horseman, and and then when you uh, you're just like I don't know that sounds <laughs> completely ridiculous, and then when I watched the first episode, I I wasn't in the oh this is going to be terrible or this is going to be great. I had I just didn't know. I it was the one show after watching the pilot that I went. Huh? Uh this could be fun or it could just quickly become completely like if if a, if a lot of it's going to be based on sort of the you know, like if it's going to get super campy or are we going to get a lot of a headless horseman with a machine gun type of stuff, you know, like oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like what is this, sh-? you know, what is this show? And uh, I was, you know, happily surprised that you know a handful of episodes in, they had really come up with a, an interesting mythology that they've built onto, and the characters make you make you buy the situation. The actors behind it are good. Uh, they 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 give it just enough humor, but they don't. But they but they play it just seriously enough, you know, that uh, that you buy that you know once you buy into the premise that. You know, it's it's completely crazy, but in the best way possible uh, type of thing. So, yeah, Sleepy Hollow is the one for me where definitely from initial concept, you you went, ah, oh, that that sounds <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. And then uh, and then but it turned out to uh, not suck. It's been uh, it uh, it actually might appear later on one of these questions. Uh, the next question uh, is there is there a show you thought was going to be good, but but wasn't? And uh, we'll start with you. we'll start with you, Trevor. Um, I I gotta say, Agents of Shield. Um, I was really hoping because I'm a you know I'm a comic geek. Um, I like the comics and stuff. I enjoy the movies, and I thought you know what. They've got a big hit with this. It's theirs to lose. There's so much anticipation. And, you know, with Joss Whedon, I'm thinking, okay, great character development. This isn't just going to be an action series. These characters are going to be individuals and everything. And I started watching it. I'm like, "Eh, all these actors, I mean, all these characters, they're kind of generic. I just, I found it dull. And, And I thought that they would hopefully find, you know, I didn't think they'd be able to do, you know, superhero of the week and have, you know, movie actors appearing, but I don't know. It's just been dull for me. It hasn't worked for me. How about you, Anthony? It's a great show. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's gotten better. It's really, I mean, it's not gotten better. It's gotten serviceable. (laughs) It hasn't hasn't gotten worse. (laughs) Well, no, no, it's gotten, there's been some, a couple, like three, very good uh, three good better episodes that like abc can hang their head on and be like we can kind of keep this around with no shame <laughs> right uh, what, oh 
But yeah, so ABC sucked me in. I'm a big trailer whore. And like at the upfronts, I love watching the trailers because the trailers at the upfronts are always longer than the ones they release. And it usually shows more and they're usually pretty good. Some of them trick you though, like Revenge. I think Revenge had a terrible trailer. And then when I watched the pilot, I was like, this is amazing. And this year, oh man, Trophy Wife came on. And I was like, this is going to be wonderful. And I even put my anger at the two dudes who ruined Ghostbusters 3's chances and like ruined everything that they touch. I was like, okay, maybe these guys got it. They got it. They got yelled at. They're getting, they got their stuff together. I watched the pilot. And I'm like, this pilot is not great. And not only that, but they took – they literally took every funny scene out of the pilot and put it in that trailer. <laughs> and then they pieced it together. I was like, oh, this is going to be like boom, 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 joke, 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 joke. And it was like, nope, you saw all the jokes. Here they are spaced out you know, five minutes in between – like five minutes. Yes. Oh, man. So they tricked me again. Man, it's my fault though. Yeah, that's the – yeah, trailers will do that, you know, especially, you know, in a in a movie. You, you get a two and a half minute trailer and you're just like, oh, that looks awesome. And you're just like, you know, that's all the action in the whole movie, right? right. <laughs> it's right. right there. You've just seen the whole plot. <laughs> You've just seen uh. it. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, at least in the beginning, uh, it'd be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just like some of the things that Trevor was saying, you know, from the people that were behind it, uh, just the, you know, the idea of it, you know, tying in with the the movie universe and and all that stuff and seeing you know once you saw some some trailers and stuff like that you're like okay i i think this you know of all the things coming out it was one of the things i was most excited for but it was also one of the things that just based on the premise and people behind it and stuff you go this has got a really good shot of being good yeah and then the pilot was okay you know it was it it didn't like blow you away or anything it wasn't terrible uh, but then they sort of just completely squandered that for like the next three or four episodes, and uh, and and like Anthony said, it has gotten better. Uh, they've actually finally started to do a little bit of character development and stuff like that. The problem is, is as of now, they've got like these multiple side by side mini mysteries running, you know, but no like big story. Uh, but then I saw the advertisement for this week's episode. Where they're saying it all ties together is <laughs> like the tagline for the episode, and I was like, "Oh, they're, are they are they going to sucker me in again with like this is like episode ten or whatever this is episode nine? This is when it gets really good, you know." I don't know. I'm hoping. I've been hoping all along. I'm hoping that this is the episode that finally gives you the big story arc. <laughs> That tells so you what they, it right? is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that tells you what the, these little pieces and stuff like that, they, they finally, that they finally come together. Cause that's the main thing I think for me that it's been missing is the show has no urgency, uh, from episode to episode. It's just where they're like, what is their point? What is their goal? What other than just the random weird thing of the week, you know, that they come across, uh, that, you know, that's not gonna. That's not gonna hack it for long, you know. Uh, yeah. Because you know, to me, like I, I've said it about other series, if you make a series that it's easy for the fan to just tune in or tune out, and they they haven't missed anything, guess what they're gonna do? 
they're going to just, you know, it doesn't matter whether they tune in or tune out. So yeah. you've, yeah. you've create, you've done gone and created a show that's getting you, you know, just it's exactly what you're, you're going to get from something like that is you've you created a show where I don't have to tune in. Then why, then don't be surprised when I don't, you know, right. you love right. agent Colson. Remember how much you loved him? <laughs> yeah. Remember how sad you were when you thought he died? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's alive again, and he's so annoying and doing nothing, and he doesn't even know why. And neither do you. Isn't that fun? But no, T- but Tahiti was great. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Last question on the uh, on the list here. Was there a show that you thought was going to be your favorite new fall show, but uh, and did that show turn out to be your favorite, or is there another show that's turned out to be your favorite show? So. Uh, Anthony, was there a show going into this season where you, you know, after you had seen some of the pilots and stuff like that, where you're like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be good, but it almost human, right? (laughs) But it, but it turned out that, uh, not to be so good and, but some, or something else did. Yeah. Well, I thought almost human was going to be amazing and it is, it is amazing, but you still have those episodes just hanging around that need to be aired. And I saw that one of them is going to be aired, uh, like December 16th. So they're trying to like sneak it into the Christmas holidays, hoping (laughs) people miss it. But, uh, but, and I, I love it. I really do. I think it's great. I think the cinematography is wonderful. It has a great movie look. And I think Carl Urban or Michael Ely are too famous to be on television. And nobody's told them yet. So we've somehow like <laughs> tricked them. And like Lily Taylor's just like, hey. And they're just like, yeah, let's give you some money too. You're a great actress. And then Minka Kelly, she needs a job. She so looks she's good. in there. Right? <laughs> she's pretty. And, and the guy from The Office, he did great. But I'm just saying, and this is kind of taking a cheating way out, I'm going to have to say American Horror Story Coven is kind of my favorite new fall show because it has nothing to do with the other ones. I'm taking that <laughs> yeah, way into it's true. it. It's because true. Nobody, nobody has said, hey, did everyone know that American Horror Story Coven is X-Men First Class with Witches? And when I – and so I haven't been watching it because we have somebody – I have somebody else that covers it. And I start watching it. I'm just like, oh, my God. This is kind of crazy. Like this chick just get – she got – killed her boyfriend she gets picked up by these men in black suits and they take her to this house with other witches and they have powers and there's bad people and good people i'm like this is this is crazy and then like it gets weird it gets weird and creepy and scary and messed up and racist but you know there's not that there's not that like we we're at a point right now where all the really fun quirky shows are kind of like missing or away like the league ended and Parks and Recreation is somewhere like <laughs> NBC owns that January, so, right? So American <laughs> Horror Story or Parks and Recreation on Netflix is my new favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Trevor? Um, you know, it's funny this season. I feel kind of bad for saying this, but going in, I didn't really have any shows that I was like, wow, oh yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to watch that. I feel like I've gotten a little jaded with network television, thinking, okay, it's gonna be think of like a cable show that could be really good and they can do all sorts of cool stuff and then, you know, bleach it down, water it down for network. So there weren't really any that I was really looking forward to. Um I watched the pilot of the blacklist and then I just didn't have time to watch it after that. 
and I kind of secretly thought, okay, this is going to be revolution all over again and they're going to cancel it and I'm going to be pissed. So I just, I didn't really watch it, but now it's survived and done well. And now I feel bad. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go over, uh, over Christmas and I'm going to, I'm going to catch up on it. But you know, as far as favorite new show, cause I don't think there were a lot, um, I just got to go with the one I said earlier, the Goldbergs. I think it's like one of the only good shows out there. Uh, new shows. You're reminding me how much I like the pilot of the Goldberg, how much heart it had. Now I'm going to have to watch a stupid show. It's, it's better. It's better than the pilot. So thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have time to watch heartfelt things that make me think and reflect about myself. <laughs> you, 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 we, we have already established that you want to be bummed out. Uh, when you watch TV. Uh, yeah. Now, for me, the show, I think, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was more on the level that I hoped it was going to be good. You know, I didn't right. think it was necessary. It, there was a lot behind it. Uh, I thought it had, you know, high potential to be my favorite new show. Uh, after seeing the first episodes of things, uh, things like, uh, you know, The Blacklist, uh, you know, were, and, you know, I, I even, I liked, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I like the pilot, but things that turned out to be, you know, my favorite shows for uh, for new shows for the fall is you know, Sleepy Hollow. I mean, the Blacklist, I still really like that too, uh, but Sleepy Hollow has become that uh, is, is more of sort of come out of nowhere type of show that's become my favorite. And yeah. then I think, uh, and then on the comedy side for me, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think is really developed into a nice ensemble. And it's I I look I look forward to each new episode, and uh, it it's it's become a, a favorite as well. I forgot about that show. That sh- like the pilot was very just like it was very cute. Like it was Adams. It was Andy Samberg as a pilot TV show. Right, it was just very nice right. and cute. So what is it developed into? I'm curious because I heard it, it's thing. developed. Uh, I mean, it kind of showed it a little bit in. But it hasn't gone where it's not just like Andy Samberg all the time. He still does his crazy stuff in every episode. And, you know, he's very Andy Samberg. And so if you don't like him, it, it may be a little tough. But right. but they've they've developed all the other characters around them, you know, with Andre Brower as the chief uh, or the captain. Uh, Terry Crews uh, is hilarious, you know, as, uh, you know, one of the detectives and uh a couple of the the female detectives you know they've they've developed all these characters and then they have a handful of you know kind of like the office did of characters that get like maybe like one line or do some are doing something in the background but they're completely hilarious you know they've got like a, these two like old cops that have just like been around forever but they're basically there just for like one punchline an episode type of thing but yet, right. but yet they've still sort of developed into characters, even with just that little bit uh, that I, I just the Thanksgiving episode was just like a perfect mesh of what the show had become. And uh, and the Christmas episode built on that nicely. And uh, I, I just uh, it's one of those where you look at it and you go, oh, it's just Andy Samberg being crazy. But they've really figured out like what to do with that. And how to give everybody else, you know, things to do around it. Andy Samberg and Andre Brower playing off of each other is amazing. <laughs> it's just 
did they figure out a different way to check did they figure out a different way to get around the whole murder cases and stuff because i know in the pilot they just literally did a two <laughs> like a shot of just those people talking they didn't even like look at the crime scene or anything no they they still they still do some investigations and stuff like that but it's more uh you know sort of background type of stuff it's not uh the point of the episode isn't that they caught the guy by the end necessarily it's it's what these characters are doing, you know, during their day and how they interact with each other and stuff like that. I'm going to have to give it another tr- shot. I watched the first couple episodes and I, I don't know, it just wasn't working for me. But hearing you talk about it, I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah, it's become one of the shows. There's a lot of shows that I like and even, you know, or that I really like. And then there's shows that I like and, you know, I watch a lot of shows. Uh, sure. But there's like there's a handful of shows that I like am looking forward to like that I'll even almost want to watch like live, you know, like that I'm wow. Yeah. Live. <laughs> yeah. Well, like with commercials and stuff. Well, it, at least the same night, you know, <laughs> like, right. right, right. Kind of live, yeah, so, you know, where you start watching arrow 15 minutes into the episode, you know, yeah, that's fair. You, you still end at the same time, but, you know, you've right. watched it. You've watched it basically live, uh, but yeah, you know. But Brooklyn Nine Nine has become, uh, you know, one of those shows for me. All right, with that, uh, that'll do it for a, a little look back at the fall. Hopefully, uh, gave you uh, some ideas out there, maybe some shows to take a look back at. You know, this is a good time of year to catch up on some shows, and uh, these days, a lot of the networks are leaving. The whole seasons, you know, not just the, like the last three or four episodes or something like that. They're putting them out on their websites and stuff like that. And so you can find you can find all the episodes and catch up with them uh, before, you know, they return in January. Not the blacklist, however. <laughs> they've, got like, they've got like two episodes, two, three and four are missing. Thank you. <laughs> That's bizarre. Like, yeah, I know. Well, it's because it's because it's successful. Yeah. It's because, you know, if it was, you know, some struggling show, it's like, yeah, sure. Take whatever you want. Sure. Download them. Do whatever yeah. you want. Although NBC usually has been one of those shows that are one of the networks that's been, you know, more likely to put a lot of their stuff out there to for you to catch because, up. <laughs> yeah. because, because because all their shows, shows are, are low struggling. rated. That's right. <laughs> uh, CBS, on the other hand, nope. they're just like, really, guys, we know <laughs> who our audience is. They don't need the internet. We're good. <laughs> internet? Really. What's the internet? They don't even have the internet. But they do a really good job of putting 60 minutes and 48 hours up, like instantly, and then segmenting it into like yes. a great seg- They do. <laughs> That's what they do. Let's, let's applaud them for that. All right. We'll jump into the uh, primetime segment. Got a couple of shows to talk about. First up, Arrow, uh, season two, episode eight, uh, The Scientist, uh, which we get the introduction of Barry Allen, who will turn into the flash in his own show uh sometime uh hopefully it 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 will get at least one episode and if it turns out to be as good as some of the stuff they set up in uh uh, this episode of arrow uh is likely that you might be watching the flash on the cw uh, next fall do either of you watch arrow are you watching arrow or did you watch this episode since they were doing you know since it's a flash episode I watched I, I watched the episode. I don't usually watch Arrow. I've watched a few episodes here and there, but I watched this one for sure. 
And uh, what did you think of the episode? Was it? Uh, did Did you enjoy the introduction of Barry Allen? Was the show good enough that you might tune in? Well, the, th- more the often? thing is, I I think eh, well maybe not, <laughs> but um, I like I like the actor. What's his name? Grant Gustin. Yeah, something like I, that. Yeah, I like I like him. Um, I think he's a more interesting actor than the part that he wrote that they wrote for him in the episode. But and I wasn't all that impressed until the cliffhanger. Then they had the cliffhanger. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, all right, I'll come back next week. <laughs> um, I I feel like they're kind of going going to go for like the Wally West kind of Flash character, kind of what they did in like the Justice League. Um, cartoons and stuff you know a little more wisecracking that kind of character you can't get a really a good sense for it because he seemed very uh, you know uneasy and um didn't have a lot of confidence but um yeah i'll i'll definitely come back next week and and if i find out that uh you know he's going to be on a future episode i'll probably tune in for that too how about you anthony yeah i thought he was good i i was worried about flash because man that can suck really quick and a flash mm-hmm. actor has to be a lot of things, like quirky and whatnot. And I thought he was fine. I don't think the episode <laughs> served him that well. I mean, he's pre-Flash, right? So he's yeah. kind of like the all shucks guy. I'm running late and stuff. But uh, you know, I kind of wish they would have. I don't know. Maybe he had powers already, so we could move on to that. But clearly, they're going to do something in episode two. But I'm still concerned about the Flash television series from what i've seen just because they haven't really given him much to do he was kind of just like the oh man i'm a crime my mom's dead yeah well i think uh, it was you know sort of a, a brief introduction it's sort of a almost a fun like a fun way to give fans of like the flash comic you know that know things about the character you know to give them you know a little taste of another you know dc comics character and yeah. uh, and i i think they I mean, I don't know a super lot about a flash, but from stuff that I read, uh, they did put in a lot of uh, little things in there that that's reminiscent of of things from from the flash. Uh, they were, you know, they were originally going to do the backdoor pilot as episode twenty, uh, you know, where they were just introducing him now, and then he was going to show back up, uh, you know, later in the season. But they've decided to do not do that now. And so who knows if he'll show back up in another episode, uh, but they're not going to give him his powers until the whatever pilot episode they build at, for the show itself instead of doing uh, this this backdoor pilot thing. Right, right. Oh, bummer. I feel like I feel like the actor they chose because just what you were saying, Anthony, I mean, he was kind of all shucks and, you know, all all American nice boy in this. But based on the actor. And what I've seen, because he was on Glee, he was on something else. I forget what, but he could be, you know, the actor kind of exudes like smart ass, which I feel like that's what the Flash, you know, at least the the Flash that I think a lot of people know is. Um, so I feel like, you know, I feel like they're going in that direction. They're just not showing it yet. Yeah, definitely. And it, But you know what it did show is that. Flash is super reliant on ensemble cast because you're like, man, if they could just like get him and Oliver together, it would it would be fun and interesting. But they're just like, boom, there's like 17 people 
who have to be in there as well. And it's kind of like you're playing the game of, okay, who doesn't know that Oliver Queen – like who doesn't know Oliver Queen's secret? Because right. like you know, like when he waked up, he was just like in a laboratory and everyone was just like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> you just found out this news that everyone knew. And we're kind of like, whoa. Welcome, and I kind of hope that uh, Flash is more – you know, like he gets on his own. He's not like, hey, I need like 17 people who know I'm the Flash. He needs – I guess he needs – Somebody to give him his ring and stuff. They'll probably be, you know, they'll they'll probably do, you know, something a little bit. Uh, but uh, hey, I'm just I just hope that the show actually turns out to be good, and I'm looking forward to you know next year's Arrow Flash, you know, crossover event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's why they're doing it the way it is, why they are doing it that way, just because then they can easily have crossovers, and you know, and it's not going to seem strange. You know, we need we need uh, Arrow. Flash, Gotham, crossover, cross networks, <laughs> same studio though, so everyone's getting making money. Synergy at its finest, and the Agents of Shield's just like, man, but Agent Colson, get out there. He's like, but you make me park my plane my car in a plane. No, it's cool. It's no, because we don't have any more room. Haven't you seen the Captain America 2 trailer? <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Uh all right. Uh the Second show on the list is uh, Mob City, uh, which just premiered on TNT. Uh, season one, episode one, a guy walks into a bar, and episode two, uh, reason reason to kill a man. Uh, this is a, a six episode. What TNT hopes is only a first season. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> is, uh, but uh, two, they're playing it, you know, sort of uh, two episodes uh, a week uh, for three weeks. So, Anthony, uh, what did you think? Why, why not make me go first? <laughs> make Trevor say something negative for once. Oh, my God. Okay. I thought – you want me to go first? Go ahead. I thought, I thought it was dull. <laughs> I thought it was plotting. I didn't really care. Um, I thought it looked fantastic. Yes. I thought it, I thought it looked really, really good. That's but where, I, apparently, that's where they spend all their time. Oh, my God. <laughs> was, was, was recreating felt, the time. I felt like if they if they pan down to see everybody's feet, you would see them in mud or quicksand because they're like just very slowly moving around. Nobody runs. Nobody. Everybody just talks really slow and and emotionally talking. And they're so grounded. And it's just I had a hard time finishing it. And if and if quite honestly, if we if I didn't know we were talking about it tonight. I would not have finished it. I took I took one for the team for this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was not a pleasure. Uh, yeah, it, it it was not. It like you said, it, it looked great. You know, it starts out. You know, you get you get you know machine guns blasting things away, but yet, but yet the car that they riddled with bullets starts. Somehow, right. uh, amazing. Quickly. Quickly. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And, uh, and and the and the guy who's got the dynamite in on the floor of his front seat, that's with the long, long fuse, <laughs> yeah. and he's sitting there like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then just towards the end, he's like, maybe I'll try and <laughs> maybe and I put my hand down and yeah, throw that, that out. Oh, too late. Ugh, it was horrible. But oh yeah, it was. By the end of the first episode, I was just like, what? What 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 is what's what is what's the story? What is the point of this? Uh, did yeah? Did I doze off and miss something? Literally, it's a good thing that they did play two episodes back to back because the second episode does finally clue you into kind of 
what's what's oh. going in on here, but that's a long ways into something to finally sort of tell you what the story is. And by then I was I was like, uh, much like uh <laughs> did either of you watch a Bonnie and Clyde? No, no. No, I will tell you Mob City really just burned me <laughs> out of wanting to watch any type of period piece from those networks. I watched I watched, well I watched the first half of Bonnie and Clyde and I have no desire to watch the second half. I mean, I already know how it ends, but uh, yeah. yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler. Well, especially only- <laughs> especially since they start the series with the ending, you know, like the, the, the oh, very, do they? Well, the sh- the series starts with uh, like this tow truck pulling uh, up this car, and this group of like kids and stuff like that run up to the car and they pull over the sheet, and there's the bloody bodies of. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> and so you're like, and, and so there's where there's where things are going. You know, <laughs> they 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 left the actual you know them getting riddled with bullets for the very end of the of the thing. But the way they told the story, the way it jumped around and stuff, oh, it wasn't good either. So yeah, the the sort of uh, holiday special, you know, uh, air time frame uh, of these. Like historical, you know, context of uh, uh, neither of them are working. Ugh. So how, it, how about you with Mob, Mob City, Anthony? Now, let's... Oh, I loved it. I, <laughs> I don't know why you guys are always negative about things. It's actually quite, it's quite an achievement in television. Well, I think it answered a lot of questions. I think maybe we got to apologize to AMC for kind of firing Frank Darabont. I think maybe they kind of knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I never thought that – I'm not even going to say – I don't even know the actor's name. I do probably, but I'm not going to say it. I didn't, never thought Shane was that good of an actor because I realized he didn't say that much. And then I saw Jonah Hill uh, get interviewed on Letterman and he was talking about a scene that he shot with the dude who plays Shane and he referred to he's like I was shooting the shoot with this guy this actor who's a boxer that's how he referred to him at he didn't <laughs> refer to him by name or like you know Shane from Milwaukee Dead he was like well there's this actor who's a boxer and I was like got it got it and I watched this and this show is so terrible so terrible it's depressing and I think it's all Frank Darabont's fault. I'm going to throw in a little TNT because they got to put their ugliness on it. And they're like, let's make it look like our other shows that nobody watches. And they're like, fine, we can do that. But what it did, I'm going to say, the one, there's one amazing thing in this pilot or in the first two episodes, whatever they want to shield this failure as. Miniseries. <laughs> yeah, this miniseries that this, they this, hope. This this limited series is what it's going to end up being, I'm pretty sure. Right? Not, they are like trying it's going to be limited, limited to enough. these six episodes. Right. <laughs> They're trying to right. like build event television and then like get as many advertisers and viewers as they can and then just like burn it. This is like the best insurance scheme I've ever seen. <laughs> but like Simon Pegg is amazing in it and I think he might get nominated for a Golden Globe or some award because he's really, really amazing. Actually, he really ruins the entire show because after you realize he's not actually part of the show there's nothing <laughs> left to watch because he is the show for the first hour and you're like wow he's amazing and then there's this terrible dude who's standing next to him most of the time being really terrible at acting so i think simon Pegg's mad that he's in this but he does great job he killed it with his great acting and then shane picked it up and 
carried it to the dumpster with his acting and was like, hey, hey, well, I'm a Brooklyn mate. Hey, don't mess with me. Hey, I'll throw you in the dumpster. All right. Thanks, TNT. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it didn't, uh, it, it, it didn't, uh, you know, do all that well, uh, numbers wise. I mean, it, it sort of debuted in similar numbers that some of their other new series have recently, which right. wasn't overly good, which when you're advertising this six episode, three week, you know, sort of mini series limited event, they didn't get the interest in it. Uh, no. that, uh, no. You know, even, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, granted, it played on three different networks, so it was kind of hard not <laughs> not to find it if if, he, if you happen to be a an A&E history or lifetime of, uh, viewer, uh, but it, it did almost 10 million or something like that, but I, I'm assuming that that's like roughly three, <laughs> three a network, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was awful. I'd love to see. How many people tuned in to Mob City, and how many people like were still there at the end? Yeah, like like what are the drop off? What are the like what are the second? Yeah, like the half hours. Yeah, I think it would be major, major drop off. Yeah, well, I think we're at least going to get to see what it is because I have a feeling that whoever did stick around for the first two episodes, that very few of them are going to tune in for the next one because. It's not getting any buzz out there like, oh, my God, if you miss this, you need to catch up. Right. You know, and next week, you know, watch. I'm sure TNT will play the first two hours before the second two hours, uh, you know, or something like that. That's just that's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) So you could sit there and for four hours. (laughs) Oh, my God. For the insomniacs. Well, and then, you know. And then by then, you know, you'll be like, well, I'm going to watch it again. Watch all six hours on the following Oh, my week. God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not depressed enough around right. Christmas. <laughs> so do you – okay, you saw this. Frank Darabont wrote this. He directed this. Was – did AMC know what they were doing when they fired him? Because I, I think I even wrote an editorial where I was just like, AMC is just, oh, the worst people ever. They just need to die. <laughs> And now I'm like, maybe, like, maybe they knew what they're talking about. Cause this, let me pitch this to you because, uh, Dexter brought on that 24 producer and he ruined the show. Like, he ruined it. He really did ruin it. He stunk it up terrible. What if Frank Darabon was starting to stink it up really bad? And then they fired him. And then the Glenn Mazur guy started stinking up really bad too. And AMC's just like, oh my God, I can't believe we got two people that just start stinking it up. Because if we're being honest, it happens more times than not, and they never get fired. So now that we've seen Mob City, do we kind of think that maybe AMC knew what they were doing when they fired Frank <laughs> Darabon? Maybe they dodged know. a bullet? I, I, all you got to do is is look back at the first six episodes of, of, <laughs> of, of, of They're the not Dead. great. On, if you look back at them, they're not that great. You might be able to say that the guy's got a good eye. He he creates things that look good. I mean, yeah, the look and yeah. feel of that was created for Walking Dead was was great. The look and feel of this is great, but the the actual story, you know, I mean, the the story of the first six episodes is we got to get this bag of guns, uh, you know, of of the Walking Dead. That's that's basically the that's basically yeah. the the story arc, and you know, there wasn't much here, so 
I don't know. Maybe he should be like, a, a, you know, a part of creating things, but maybe somebody else should be actually writing the stuff. I don't know. I believe you're saying well, that somebody gave him the George Lucas, Steven Spielberg power, and they oh, they need to take it back because he's not using it well. Uh, well, the thing is, too. I mean, cast wise, I mean, I thought I thought the cast of the show of Mob City was good. I mean, I like I like the actors; they're all talented, and they seem to be well cast. But it was dull. It was it was terribly dull. I actually yeah. have. I have a hit. Or sorry, what were you going to say? Well, it just seemed all about the look and the dialogue, and you know, and yes. and, and creating the you know everybody's wearing a hat and shoes and these <laughs> ties, and you know everybody looks looks the part and stuff. And but uh, yeah, it just uh, it just wasn't good. I I won't be watching any. No, any, any definitely. You need to binge watch this. This is what I think. If you binge watched it <laughs> oh twice. My God. Like Arrest Development, you would you would see there actually it's a play on editing. If you watch it twice through, you get the whole story. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah. What what you're saying is it's really uh, a a four and a half hour story that you got to watch all at all at once. I mean, absolutely. Oh. I think it's a tale of the ages. <laughs> Again, right? that's just that's just mean. <laughs> I will say that there is a trick to watching Mob City that I'm going to tell you guys. If you watch the show in SD and blow it up to HD resolution or on an HD television, it actually it's actually much better because it adds like a graininess to it where you're like, oh, this feels less shiny than what I'm seeing and it feels more real. At first I was like, oh, my God, they put film grain in this. And I'm like, oh, no, this is just a DVD. So so you're so you're struggling to see what 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 it is that you're seeing, and you're not actually having to listen to it, and try and follow the story. So you, it, it actually feels like it was filmed back in the. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of TV static in any terrible show. <laughs> so, all right, and on that note, <laughs> that'll do it for uh, uh, for this week's episode. Uh, next week. Uh, Amory and Ray will be back with me, and we'll be uh, taking a look at the uh, the winter TV season. What what new and returning shows are uh, coming back, or coming in uh, January and February? And as I mentioned with the Fox stuff earlier, we could the episode could, <laughs> we, we could be the episode could be an all timer just trying to just trying to tell you what's coming. You can find uh, links to the news stories uh, we talked about, uh, as well as where you can find Anthony and Trevor online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 207. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about. Uh, what are your answers to the five questions? Uh, uh, let us know. Uh, either drop us a line at feedback at tvtimes3.com or uh, leave a comment in the show notes. Uh, also, if you happen to be uh, listening to this on iTunes, a quick uh, rating would be uh, much appreciated. Or a, a thumbs up if you're listening to us on Stitcher. And uh, with that, the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And uh, Anthony and Trevor, thanks again uh, for uh, joining me for this episode of the podcast. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It was fun. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.